welcome to the podcast. <laughs> hey, Macy. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me. You are so welcome. I know I already told you this, but I could not have imagined not having you you on here. And for those who listening who do not know, Sydney and I are both from Dothan, Alabama. Were you born in Dothan? Have you always lived in Dothan? Okay. Yeah, born and raised. I thought that was right. And I think my mom and your father-in-law worked together at some point. I don't even know if you remember that way back in the day because that's yes, how I, I remember you. I yeah. <laughs> I think I was super, super young because I would come up to like her office all the time and things like that. But you are always just so nice and so kind. And I think when you're younger and there's people that are older than you and you're, you're looking up to them, it can feel like intimidating, but you never made me feel like that. You're always so sweet. And <laughs> so then like us being in the season, you know, we are now and just like growing up and following people, it's been really cool to just kind of see your brand develop and like kind of who you've become and like watching you from the side has been really like inspiring for me and encouraging. Um, so thanks for doing that. So do you want to just kind of give a little tidbit about who you are and tell everybody like what you do? Yes. Okay. So um, I am by like training a dermatology PA. Um, and so I say that I have well, I have like two jobs, but I like am in clinic traditionally in a dermatology clinic, seeing patients through insurance. But in 2020, like January 2020, I started sharing about the products that I was trying that patients were coming in using like skincare products. So I did not, I'm like very introverted and shy mm -hmm. and I did not post on social media at all. But I started posting them on stories when I was going to throw them away and just say, this is, these were my thoughts about the product. Well, people really loved it and responded like super well. So mm -hmm. I kind of like bridged the gap between your medical dermatology appointments and like, then you have like products that you'll see, like if you see an esthetician and a med spa and then this entire skincare world. And so my what branched from all of this was doing online consults for women so that basically out of a frustration of influencers just selling things. And my, my whole thing that like I want everybody to know is that you need a complete skincare routine. So you'll see people saying this product mm -hmm. is changed my skin or, and it's never one product. It's the complete routine. And so a lot of my why is educational and I just want people to spend their money well. And I really like teaching and I really, I was almost a, like an ESL teacher when I was trying to decide what to do for grad school. And so I think it's kind of just given me this creative outlet because I love being in the clinic, seeing patients, but there's a lot of paperwork and there's just a lot of moving parts and it's nice to kind of have mm -hmm. both. Yeah. No, I can attest because I remember you kind of starting that and seeing that. And the I know you do a skincare quiz, which I would love to talk about yeah. too. That is incredible. And just caveating off of that and what you said too, one of the things I love about your brand and your mission and just everything you said is you are so generous with your knowledge and it is so refreshing to see somebody be so willing to put all of that out there to make it accessible and not to feel like it's about like numbers or things like that. Yeah. You have such a unique 
perspective that we don't see a lot, especially with so much access and links and things like that. I think you balance all of that really well. So I appreciate it. And I'm so grateful because you are the reason that niacinamide, I think I'm saying that right. Yes. Is is in my, in my routine. And it came from, you know, just a, a story and things like that, that I can just learn and educate myself. And it also draws me into wanting to know more about your resources because you are so knowledgeable in your space, but you're so generous with your yeah, resources. I so. um, you know, I didn't, I think I told you, like, I didn't mean to start a business and kind of along the way, I mean, at some point it, everything just developed, but that is going back to like, these are great products and I just like to share them. So when I found out that people could, when people would message and say like, I've just been following along and like, look how my skin's improved just from products. I was like, interesting I didn't know like I didn't know that just sharing little tidbits like people could get results and that's kind of when I was like oh maybe like I'm on the like maybe I'm onto something like this is an unmet absolutely it makes me happy when people can follow along and just find products that they love and enjoy yeah do you you mentioned like you didn't like anticipate a lot of this like it kind of you know the pandemic and and all of that do you like looking back, even like college years, like, were you always like passionate about dermatology? Like, are you surprised at yourself where you are now compared to maybe like when you were kind of maybe just like first starting out with what you wanted to do with your life? Oh, for sure. Um, And I, and what's interesting is when I was in college, um, I have a lot of interest in hobbies. And I think that like looking back, there are so many things I wanted to major in and do um and so now it kind of is all like like I, I understand and it's coming together but I remember talking to people who had really had lives that I was okay like okay how do I get to this you know like in my 30s 40s but their stories were always these random like well then this happened and then I met this person and it wasn't a straight shot but my personality is a little bit more like let me go get this degree so that I have this job and I have this income and I know that I'm like, I'm very responsible, but then I'm like, and I'm also like, wait, but I also now I'm like, now I'm bored. I want to be creative. And so like, I think that one thing that makes me proud is that I think I've kind of gotten to this point because people will, you know, everyone wants to work in dermatology and like business, just kind of like where I've ended up. I'm like, I think that I'm, would have looked up to myself as being one of those people. But what I also know is that it's been a really hard road because everything was so uncertain. Yeah. And there, so kind of the way this happened really quickly is I'd started working on a website in January of 2020 with some people, like they just did it on the side. And I was not, part of it was because I wasn't super happy in my job. I'd been there for like four years. I was traveling a lot. Jack was too. And um, it just wasn't a very good culture. But I was like, I'm working in dermatology. This is the best specialty. Like, but I was still working like 10 to 12 hour days. It, it's just a lot to properly like take care of patients. And I was going to say, and for yourself taking care of yourself too. Right. I mean, like I wouldn't eat lunch. So I just wasn't taking care of yeah. myself. Like it just, um, and it, I just wasn't being my best self at home either. Cause I was exhausted. 
And I was also like, am I going to literally sit at this computer and document for the rest of my life? And I was like four years in. And so I was like, I just, I just need like some, I need to like, let me talk about skin. So I just was like kind of getting into skincare and then um, started sharing about it because I did feel that there was this gap. I saw a lot of Medicaid patients and that means a lot of teenage acne and eczema. And we were one of the only clinics that would see like an unlimited amount of Medicaid. And there are no, there at the time there took away the last topical prescription for acne. So everyone was just on antibiotic pills. And I had realized that in order to help these patients, like they needed it, they were going to have to get it from the drugstore. And so I started putting routines together and just giving them a handout and they, um, they got better. And so that's kind of when I was like, okay, the skincare that we're buying makes or breaks your skin, especially with eczema, like moisturization and the right moisturizers at the right time make a big difference. So I was like, this is kind of like an aside to what my traditional career is, but it's a need that's not being met. And so it was a creative outlet. But then um, when 2020 happened, the website developer had already said like, do you have a, would you like to like make money from this website or do you? And I was like, no, I just want it to be educational. And they're like, why don't you do like skincare consults or why don't you just do something so that it can make money? And I, um, I was like, okay, so I was going to start doing skincare consults. I ended up resigning from my job in February of 2020. Um, not, but nothing had really started. Like the website launched in May. Um, something had happened at work and I was like, this is just kind of after talking to like the CEO, I was like, I finally understand why this isn't working. Like this culture yeah. is never going to be okay. So I quit. I had another, I had an interview for another job. And then the next day, like Alabama shut down from COVID. Wow. And so that job fell through and I was like devastated because I had a two-year not like two-year non-compete. I couldn't move because of my husband's job. And then I didn't want to go work in another specialty because I was like, I'm just I just want to work in dermatology. So now looking back, I wish I could have had this perspective that the skincare by Sydney honestly exists, but probably because of COVID. Like it's where it is because everyone was at home. And then someone asked me to go live with them. Um, and so I went live on Instagram and then that like people started booking consults. And at that point, everyone is going to their phones. We're in the pandemic. Yes, we're in the pandemic. So yeah. I think like kind of, this is a very long answer to your question, but looking back, I'm like, it's, it has all worked out better than like I had imagined. And I think, you know, that, and there's been times in my life where things have happened, but this was probably the biggest one to think that I had like wasted all of my education. Cause I, and the coming full circle, there's a dermatologist that moved to Dothan. Um, and so now I'm able to work with her and it's like, but this is three years down the road of being a little bit lost between like my identity as a PA, like seeing patients and then being like, I'm an entrepreneur and kind of going back and forth between, you know, like we were talking about learning from people that 
or entrepreneurs, but it's like, what do I want out of this business versus, and, you know, and then having another child, um, I have a lot of, a lot of thoughts around like the work-life integration. And I've had to learn a lot of hard lessons, the hardest way possible, I think, but I'm happy where I am. So yeah, absolutely. And I think it's so important that people hear, because I think this is something that a lot of people don't talk about, especially if you do have a creative entrepreneur mindset, you want to do more, you want to bridge the gap. You have this justice oriented mindset for your field, your personal, your professional life is when those decisions happen, when you do have to leave that job and you're, you're risking going into something else, your identity and your purpose are on the line for that. And it can Mm -hmm. feel very scary. And I'm sure as a mom and just, you know, with what you had already established and accomplished, that was probably, you know, a very pivotal point in your life. And I know you said too, like obviously COVID made skincare by Sydney happen, but also like all of your decisions leading up to that point affected that decision too. So I think you prepared yourself too, in a lot of ways. Thank you. I, I'm thankful for, I mean, I, you'll hear things like the hardest things in life, like you, you had to learn, like, there are just so many things that in order to become like your best self. But I was like, I think it, how old was I then? Oh, I turned 30 in 2020, just a crazy year. But I mean, so I was like 29, almost 30. And I was like, I did not understand how many life lessons I still needed to learn. I kind of thought I was like grown, (laughs) but I mean, the past like three years, I've learned so much about like identity, my personal identity, identity as a, like a female, as a mom, so much about marriage. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Like with all the hard lessons, I got them like, let's, um, but I, I feel like I'm like this year, I feel like everything's kind of been like paying off. So I'm like 2024 will be even better. Exactly. It's going to be your year. And I'm, I'm just grateful to be on the receiving end, not obviously of your stress and your, you know, your challenges and what you've gone through, but also like the resilient part of that too. And it does all add up to like your story and where you are now and being able to share that with others and encourage people makes them not feel so alone. And cause any, we can all relate to that. Oh, yeah. Cause it, it looks, everything looks so easy from the outside. And so there's always, I feel sometimes on social media, a balance of, you know, of not being like, not oversharing, right. but also being like, this is been really, really hard. And I think that, but that what you can take from that is then you can teach other people or just offer advice. And, you know, hopefully as we get older, we get wiser and, and better and continue growing. And so I think some of the things I've learned, I'm like, well, I can share that. I mean, I like with you, like with people that are a little younger with my kids. And I think some of it is like, from a mental health standpoint, i I feel like our generation is healthier than like our parents because I think some of it I've had to unlearn and relearn about like self-worth. Like it, you know, you'll hear it comes from within, but I always found my identity in educate, like in my grades and I loved school. And then I even remember getting out and starting real work being like, I really wish someone would give me a grade. So I just like knew how I was doing, you know, like, can somebody give me a number grade? You can measure it that way. Yeah. Yes. 
And then there's always like the end of the semester. And I was like, oh, wait, we just we're here the entire year until like our Christmas break. You know, there are just so many things that changed when my job fell through. Um, I was like, I think I've learned that it's there was a lot of identity in who mm-hmm. I was as a person in my job, so good. which I've had to kind of tease out from being a mom, too, because I'm like, you can't be a 100 percent of the time mom and a 100 percent time in your mm-hmm. job. Like you can't pour from an empty cup. Yeah. Yes. And this is yeah. why you feel like you're not doing anything because you're trying to be too, you know, and there's just so much where I thought like you should just work harder and do more and you can do it. And pretty much everything now is like, mm-hmm. you just need to calm down. Like, you just, like, and I think, like you said, that is a new generational change. You know, I mean, here we are talking about it. You know, we are, I think, a little bit more like verbal and vocal about some of those things, which I'm like super passionate about. And I would love to pick your brain too on where those worlds kind of intertwine in skincare. I know we talked about this before and even you mentioning like um, your Medicaid patients and giving them access and having to pivot with how you provide care. There is clearly stress in, in your patients' lives outside of you know, when they come into that clinic or when they do that consult with you. And that's something I'm really passionate about in my field is just self-care and taking care of yourself. Where do you see kind of the overlap? Just because I know anything mentally that is not taken care of, we see physically in a lot of ways. I know that to be true. And maybe it's just 20s or my developmental years, but, you know, stress, you can kind of see it on my face sometimes. Or, you know, through rashes or things like that. Do, is that something like over the years where you can kind of just like see the relationship between those Definitely. things? There is. Um, and even from, I think, the medical standpoint, like just going to like conference, like dermatology conferences. And now there's an integrative dermatology conference that we know that stress, like it's clinically proven um, that through legit research that it will flare pretty much every single skin disease. And I'm just speaking from dermatology, but I think that it affects the entire body. And there's more, there's more acceptance of the connection between like the gut and the skin. And that's what I'm excited for the future of dermatology, because I think it's going to be more open to that from the medical standpoint. But then also where I see skincare by Sydney going is offering a little bit more of those services, because unfortunately, like it is a concierge service. If you want more time with your provider at a doctor's office. Like, I mean, it just is what it is. And one of the reasons I started doing consults was because people were wanting to talk about skincare. And I was like, insurance doesn't cover this. Like I get about five minutes with you. Like I had two patients every 15 minutes of the day. And what was happening was like, I just wouldn't eat lunch and I would get home late. And that's when those are the boundaries I've learned. <laughs> like this is a job. Yes. Like this is a job. And, but when I, when I think it was because it was so much of my identity that, I mean, I, I will go above and beyond and I have to be really careful to kind of reel it back in. Everything with the skin is connected like back to your environment. And I think that that's when it's proven. I mean, I think that's like where we're going, but it's still a little bit surprising and you're not going to always get that at your medical appointments because it's just not the way our healthcare system is set up, unfortunately. Not that people don't want to talk about it, but you kind of get that quick, like, 
all right, you need to like do well, like eat well and exercise and keep your stress down. Okay, bye. And so, you know, we can do a little bit more with handouts, but I think more that there's just education for the general population, we'll see improvement. Yeah, that's, that is so true. And that's something that I feel like I've personally experienced just going to and from clinics and appointments. It's like, did I really get, or maybe I'm overthinking or maybe I'm, maybe it is just that simple, but I think it is more complex. No, I, when I leave his, and I felt that way. Um, so when Jack was born, like going to his pediatric appointments, I remember leaving and just being like, I don't know, it just happened. And I mean, I, I understand what they're saying because I've learned it in PA school. And then I, I'm like, I spent, like, I did my rotation in pediatrics. Like, I worked with a pediatrician, but it's, I started to realize as a patient, it can just be overwhelming. So that is what turned into, now, there's so many handouts I give, like, here's your prescription. This is the pharmacy it's going to be sent to. This, like, here's some information just that everybody needs to know about, you know, your diagnosis and a little bit more. That's so good, Sydney education. I think that's where you can offer some of the mental health things because you don't, I mean, can't, you're never going to be able to really spend like the adequate amount of time to address the mental health aspect of diseases. But sometimes just making the connection for people that, hey, this is a chronic inflammatory illness and the food that you eat and like cortisol, like your stress, like everything plays into it. And I mean, I think for some people that's a light bulb in itself. Yes. It's like you said, it's personalized. It's specific to that person. You're not a, you know, you don't fit into a box or a category of a diagnosis or, you know, a presentation of one thing. It's, it's personalized. And I think that also is something that people deserve, you know, too. I've come up with saying like a healthy skin doesn't have to mean wealthy skin. And I think that so much like I, I mean, I said, like, I'm introverted. I was so shy growing up. I have, I can be, like, easily intimidated by, like, the cool girl, if that makes, like, you know, like, the popular girl. And so, like, on social media, a lot of the skincare world is, they're not doing anything wrong. It just, like, this is my insecurities, but I feel like it's always, like, people that are just, like, overly cool or, like, overly hip and in style. And they're kind of going more towards Sydney, you are so cool. (laughs) Thank you. I, I'm just not like, I'm, I'm just sometimes like, I'm just a little lazy and I just like don't have the energy to like be cool and in style. Like I'm just kind of like whatever, but, and I feel very intimidated by the skincare world. And then a lot of them, it's all about like Botox and anti-aging and like. That is so honest. Can I just say, like, I'm so glad that you're saying that. Yeah. People buy, I mean, marketing is you buy from people that you like. And that's so true. Like I've heard that and I'm like, oh, I definitely do that. And so I think that, you know, being down to earth and likable is, and I've learned like you have to be yourself because somebody needs that. And like, and so like what you're doing is awesome because like somebody needs what you have, but if you're not sharing it with the world, then people don't know that about you, you know, and you lose some of those connections. But I mean, even now, like there are brands where I'm like, I just, even though like I'm there and have the understanding of like, I just feel intimidated by them, but then some people want to be a part of it. And that is how they build a community. And I've just learned everyone, you know, everyone has their thing and we're all 
we're we are all unique and have something to share. But my, what I want to do is always keep it back down to you can have a medical grade skincare routine without breaking the bank. And I actually think that you shouldn't spend a lot on your skincare because you need to spend, as you get older, you're going to get better results. Your skin will be healthier and you're going to do more anti-aging like in office treatments. And that's where you need to spend your money. And that's the other thing that I want people to know. And that's where it comes back to being more educational with everything I do, because it's not just skincare. It's like skin health is what I want. And just like going to the gym, you know, we do that. But when I was younger, I mean, even now, like I want to be in shape and look like I work out, but I, you start to feel more that the self-care part of it is important. So now I'm like, it's 30 minutes a day because like I've I feel as I get older, I feel more anxious. And it's like, there are a lot of things you can go do to like cope with that. It's always hard to make the decision to go exercise. But when I do, I'm like, if I just will go on a walk, you can feel it. And so the same with skincare. I'm like, it's when people want that glow, it means our skin's really healthy. It's like being toned, like where you can see your muscles. But we're also doing it because it's good for us. (laughs) Like there's, and so I use the workout metaphor or analogy a lot with skincare. Yes. And, and that consistency, I think, for me, was something that was so intimidating before, especially before just meeting where you are now and being a part of your your resources and your community, not having that access or my only understanding of getting good quality skincare routines was either watch videos, which I didn't do a ton of. I was kind of more the person that was like, I need to go to the dermatologist, but if I call, I'm not going to get in for like a year. Um, so I'm just going to go with the marketing tool of like what looks really cool at Target on the aisle, you know, and keep using my Neutrogena wipes to wipe my face (laughs) off until you do have that, that education that you were so generously providing. I think it does feel intimidating or overwhelming and that does not help burnout when you come home at the end of the day and you want to feel good. So having that kind of flip in my life where now I look forward to my skincare routine because now that I've invested in it and prioritized it, I see results and it makes me want to continue to do that. And it's just a fun like me time at the end of the day, trying new products every now and then. I can attest, I have not broke the bank on anything. It's just been caring, being a little bit more intentional and looking at it in a different way. And that's one of the things, and I know you touched on this too a minute ago with just like your intentions and wanting that to come across to your audience and what you're branding, like even with this podcast and jumping out and doing something different for myself, like I always want that to be a driving force and for people to like know the heartbeat and the message behind what I want to accomplish. And that really is community and education and allowing others to feel understood. So with that and with kind of your explanation and resources, do you feel like there are areas of skincare that are misunderstood? I will always say that you only like skincare, there's only three steps. Like there's cleansers, um, treatment steps, and then moisturizers. And that kind of can be like sunscreen. So then you're we're marketed all of these ingredients and types of products. And so I think the misconception is that skincare is complicated when 
it's really not. And I often say that there are not that many ingredients, like they're not inventing new ingredients necessarily, but they're just formulating them differently and mixing them, mixing different ingredients together. And then the, like the, the texture of the, I mean, they're, they are different and unique, but it's really, it's like, it's not that complicated. I mean, I, I think going back to the like workout metaphor, it's, you know, when you go to the gym, there's like so many types of workouts that you can do. But I mean, I've worked out since high school now, whole life. It's like, they're not inventing new machines or weight, you know, like you have your dumbbells, you have your machines. And it's like, but once you know, I mean, there's a lot of things you can do for them, but you're like, okay, when we really break it down, there's only so many arm exercises or like leg exercises. And then you need to put it together for your, for your like goals and, and make it personalized. There's so many products that of course it's overwhelming. I mean, I like sometimes I get gifted a lot of products and sometimes I feel overwhelmed by like all of the products that I have. And so when we do consults, people can just bring like all of their skincare. A lot of people I do consults with have almost nothing or they have tons of products and I just organize them so that they can use them. Um, so you have like your skincare lovers and then you have people who are like, I didn't even know I was supposed to wash my face two times a day. And sometimes I think the people who don't have as many products, of course, it's easier because it's like you're teaching them for the first time versus they've accumulated all of these things. And I think what happens is we don't end up using them if you have so much. Yeah. And so then you're not getting any results. And that's why I'm like, we're going to clean our face, do a treatment step and moisturize. Yeah. I found most of that information from that quiz that I did that you had the skincare the skincare quiz like getting getting the regimen getting the steps and it's it's quick it's simple it's free it's a resource it's such a good starting point and I I had that experience I'm so glad that's it used to like on the I relaunched the website this past February February of 2023 and on the first website when I created it it was, I think it was like 20 or $30. And when we were revamping everything, I was like the mission of skincare by Sydney, like this quiz really needs to be free. And then one of the other things that had happened was my, the prices I was charging for consults was I was getting burnt out because it was too low because of wanting things to be accessible. I was spending too much time and I like didn't want to do consults anymore. And so one of the things I did was offer a lot more free resources because now there's a blog, even though I don't like saying I'm a blogger, I've had to be like, this is what this service is worth. And I've increased it and improved it as well. You can get everything you need. You can get personalized skincare for free on the website if you want to spend the time. When it is your job, like this is, I had to remind myself of that. It is. It is. And it's valuable. It is a valuable resource. And I think I'm in a helping profession and, you know, it's, it is so difficult to want to offer so much of yourself to other people that you, you get lost in some of that sometimes. And I think it's good to strive for a balance in that. And, and I think your heart will always come through, but it is a valuable, worthy investment so I'm glad that you like found a way to make that work. I'm trying, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think other people need to hear that too. Yeah. Yes. And, but there's also some of the things I, I wasn't hearing a lot was my mission is for this to stay affordable and accessible. And so that's why the quiz is free. 
And even recently when I'm, I'm revamping the quiz um, because there are new products, honestly, I'm trying them all the time. And there's new drugstore products with new in some ingredients that used to only be in medical grade skincare lines, which I do want to talk about that as a misconception, what medical grade means. But um, now we're seeing some of them at the drugstore. And so in, in new products, so we need to revamp the quiz. And also I encourage people to take the quiz at least twice a year because with, with change of the seasons because so I also love plants there are eight skin types in there and they all have plant names so like you can be like the mimosa um but like I'll go between like the peperomia plant sometimes of the year and then I'll turn into a different type which is just a different skin type and even like with hormones with pregnancy like I didn't break out at all during pregnancy well, I'm super breakout prone normally. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, your skin type, I mean, it changes a little bit and that just leads you to different product recommendations. So you can go back and take the quiz whenever you need a new product. If you're like, my skin feels dry now, take it again. And then you might see that there's a different moisturizer. Which is why that personalized skincare is so important because we are all so different. That's so good. So I'm excited to to revamp it. But one of the things that um, someone I'm working with told me was like, this has too much information in it. Like you're, this is, this should like everything that's offered, they're like you need to charge for this or you need to take it out. But also keeping things clear is really kind and like simplifying. And so not giving as much information at first, because I'm like, you have everything you could ever need in Love this that. free guide. Yeah. But I think sometimes it's too much. And so like when I get people's resources, I'm like, you know, when you don't know anything about something, it's just a lot. And you kind of forget that as you continue down your like expertise. That's a good reminder. And I think too, when I go to stores and see things on aisles and like all these marketing things, it's almost like some things are a little too simple where it makes you think, oh, this is going to change your skin. That's all I need to tell you is you're you're sold. So I feel like there is that balance of like giving people and, and knowing too that you've had this education and where you come from. It's not just someone on Instagram posting about their one experience because they have a lot of followers and they, you know, trusting their resource and where things come from. I think that because I've entered into this affiliate world a little bit just because people give products. And then there's a part, I mean, some people are like, you you should be receiving some like commission off this. But I tell the brands, I'm like, you can send it if you want. But if I don't like it, like, I'm going to say I don't like it. And then, and I do it yeah. a lot. But they, it's not that I don't like any of their products. It's just that every brand can't be the best. Like, that's why I like putting different brands together for people. And that's like the service you're paying for versus going to a skincare company and just buying all of their products. Every brand has something that they really excel in. And they're usually rooted in some type of science, like they're an antioxidant um, based brand or peptide based brand. And that's where, but then they'll create other products, which is fine. It's just that maybe you don't need their cleanser that costs $60 because that's not even what they're known for. And your skin doesn't need it. So you save that money. Does that tie into, I know you mentioned medical grade being a misconception. Where does that for you, like, how would you explain that? So what I think is very important, I've actually given this, I pieced all this together because this past year I had a 
Derm conference, someone asked me to speak about what do you really need to know about cosmeceuticals, which cosmeceuticals are just skincare. And so I started looking into like what the FDA says and what legally, like what, because I knew medical grade, it doesn't, it's kind of like when something says clean or healthy, it's not a regulated term. So medical grade, some there's a lot, again, just going back to some brands where they're like, you have to use all medical grade. And I mean, I order the products for the office and I've talked to all the medical grade skincare reps and they're, that's what they always say. Like you need their entire line. Like you should have a medical grade cleanser. But the thing is cosmeceuticals, like skincare are like vitamins. It's, they're not regulated by the FDA at all. There's, there's foods there's drugs and then there are cosmetics like makeup. So drugs are going to be prescriptions, but like different gel that's at the drugstore, it's a medical grade product. It's prescription grade. So medical grade doesn't always mean that it's expensive. It has more to do with the quality or it has more to do with the actual ingredient in the product. So like that ingredient, adapalene, the FDA has a monograph for that, meaning it's for acne. So what you'll see on marketing is if something's a, like take breakouts, for example, if it's a true medical grade product, like different at the drugstore, it can say that it's for acne, like it will treat acne, but then you'll start seeing things like it might improve your acne or this can Mm -hmm. make your skin look better. Like, so you'll start to see like the way, and I learned that actually pretty recently, the kind of the legal side of it. And so medical grade means if you interact with skincare products, you'll feel that there are improved textures. And you know, like I can, in some products, like I can almost like feel the water. Like it's, I'm like, this is watered down. Like, and and at the drugstore, a lot of the products are cheaper because they have more water or they have more alcohol in them, like rubbing alcohol. And so even though medical grade doesn't technically mean anything, the brand's I'd say that it comes down to trust. Like the brands are typically created by dermatologists and physicians. And so the way that they source ingredients should be better, but there's nothing, there's a lot of like, a lot of people, they're not lying, but they're not necessarily telling the truth. That makes sense. And I feel like when people are like medical grade, you have to have medical grade. And it's like, well, you don't like have to for every product and your different skin types need, some people need to spend $120 on a moisturizer and some people are fine with the drugstore. And that's where I guess people are paying for my like training plus experience to ultimately save money. And so even with the consults, I'm like, I want you to be able to make back your money by the products that you're not buying. Or by not buying products and then they're just like, you have a drawer full of skincare that doesn't do anything for your skin because you don't know how to use it. Um, So medical grade is better, but I think it's good to know that there are also medical grade products at the drugstore. So I had kind of thought there's drugstore and then there's Mm -hmm. medical grade. Right. Like here's SkinCeuticals and here's Neutrogena. Or maybe I have that backwards, but I look at them as two, and they are two ends of the spectrum. But I, if I don't, if I use all of one, then I'm not really getting good skincare. And if I'm using the other, I, that would only be the way that I have good skincare because it's, it's like you need you can mix them. And when we talk about breakouts and acne, there is honestly a lot of wonderful things at the drugstore, and I like drugstore 
ingredients and products better than some of the medical grade brands. I think also because, like I said, there's only so much, like there's salicylic acid mm-hmm. and there's benzoyl peroxide. Panoxyl. Really... Shout out to Panoxyl. <laughs> there, and there's like so many, in this past year, so many new benzoyl peroxide cleansers that have come out that are wonderful. I like to think acne breakouts you can do really well at the drugstore. Once you start getting into like serums and anti-aging, that you need to spend money on certain medical grade products. Like eye creams, I mean, no eye cream is going to just fix everything, but you can feel the difference if you'll pay $75 to 100 versus the drugstore. So I've had to learn too that a lot, some people would come to me with like, I want an anti-aging drugstore routine. I've gotten a little more confident in saying, you're not going to get these results at the drugstore. And I even can like speaking of the eye area, cause I have a, I came out with a little eye area, like mini course, it's like a 20 minute video, just explaining everything you need to know. But when people are like, I see a lot of ads for eye creams saying that they're going to fix things that only like surgery and injectables will fix. And so mm-hmm. I feel really passionate about making sure like that marketing, I'm like, that's just straight up lie. Yeah. I think that's something that a lot of women to experience and we just go to the easiest method right, you're of like, I thinking. Mean, we- this looks great, but sometimes it's nice to have the right expectation. And I think for this is, I don't know, your audience is probably younger, but I think for, I, I mean, a lot of women in their like 50s and beyond, they'll, sh- they'll bring pictures of friends or people that are their age. And they're like, I want to look like them. And I'm like, well, they have Botox and they look like they've probably had a little nip and tuck. Like they've probably had something done with their eyes. And people, I think, are kind of surprised about what has to go into getting certain results. But that's just because nobody has to be transparent about everything they have done as we age. But I'm like, sometimes we end up comparing ourselves to people and you have no idea. And even sometimes with, as I was saying, like, I don't want to overshare on Instagram or like be a Debbie Downer, but I'm like, there have been days that were really like hard and terrible. And I wish I would have never started skincare by Sydney. I was like, why couldn't I, you know, like there, so I'm you're happy where you are, but I think to have something that you're, I mean, like you always have to go through probably more than you think to get to an end goal. Like I was saying, I didn't know I still had so much to learn at age 30. Like I thought I was pretty mature. And like, you know, I think like with skincare too, it's just the expectation that this is going to be harder. This is going to be more than you think, but there's a lot of marketing that it's misleading and it's a misconception. And then you're like, well, why don't I look like that person at this age? And I'm like, well, they've it's just nice to know that they put in a little bit more time and money and you can look like that too if you want to. Yeah. I hope someone hears that from you because that mm-hmm. is so needed nowadays. It is that we comparison is the thief of joy and an outside appearance. We don't get to see or experience anyone's inner work and what what they're doing internally always say like my my anxiety and my stress should pay rent in my head as much time as it takes up but I think the more that I talk about that the more I realize that the more I bring that darkness to light that it it dims a little bit and when you hear someone else say oh Mm -hmm. me too or when we just acknowledge those things I love that we're able to see that 
within the skincare world because it is something that I think, like you said, bring people bringing those pictures. Like, unfortunately, that doesn't even surprise me because I know that that's, you know, something that we, mm-hmm. we struggle with. Yeah. And I think that I feel for them because, I mean, I'm 33 now and there's some – like, I've never felt – like, when you're – I think mm-hmm. I'm getting to the point where I can – you're like, not that you're getting old, but you're just like, by 35, I used to think it was like having children, but I've realized from doing consults that it's just like by 35, we like need to be doing things to our skin. We need to have a skincare routine. We need to be doing some in-office treatments because just from us, like what's happening on a science level in our body is we're not shedding dead skin cells. Our skin will look dull. It's kind of like by 35, you probably need to go to the gym or you're not you're not going to look like you go to the gym. Like when you're younger, you might be like, you can neglect those things more. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And so I think that, um, I understand where people are coming from by being like, it's not even that it, they're being vain. It's more like, I don't look like myself. Like my, like, because of things that have changed, you're like, but this isn't what I look like, you know, and not that we need to look the same our entire life. Right. (laughs) Yeah. It's almost like having to accept where you are too and and where you're going and like loving yourself and your body enough to to care and to and I love that because I know you're passionate about that too and instilling that in others I think that yes and knowing that it is more for because you love yourself that you want to invest in your skin and if you want you want your extra skin off of your eyes because you don't look like yourself like you're like this isn't and 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 not being ashamed to be like so if I want to look like that I'm going to need surgery and it's I think it's coming from the cosmetic world from a different angle and doing it more from like yeah out of love for yourself like investing in yourself and there's not this standard this societal standard that we all have to yes or thinking that this person is just so much better than you because of the way they look. And I'm like, no, they've had things done. Like, that's just nice. It's just nice to know, just like when you see the behind the scenes of anything. And so, you know, we have our breakouts and acne. That's like a huge part of skincare. But I think the anti-aging part is starting younger and younger where, you know, even by like age 25 and like, you should be using sunscreen every day for sure. Like that's going to that's just like working out. Like it's, it has a dual purpose. That's such an enriching conversation too, that I think any and everyone needs to hear when it comes to skincare, sunscreen, taking care of your skin. And it's not until I think, you know, someone who maybe has experienced melanoma or, you know, that you really start to pay more attention. And as I'm sure you could share, it's one of the leading causes of can't, is it one mm-hmm. of the like most common cancers or most deadly? It is. Skin cancer is the most common, but a lot of the skin cancers we see, like we biopsy of them, mm-hmm. the pathologist diagnoses it, and then we can treat it and you just get it cut out like your basal cell and your squamous cell. And then melanoma is the devastating one. And I mean, it's more prevalent People, I think people are getting their skin checked. That's been a, something that's come up in research. Well, maybe people are just getting their skin checked more mm-hmm. often and talking about it a little bit more. I mean, literally your your education and the tools that you're providing 
are educating people to maybe break that cycle and start putting sunscreen on their babies or on their skin more so they can be around for their babies, Mm -hmm. things like that. So, I mean, out here saving lives, (laughs) which is really cool. And you've clearly done so much. We're, We're always doing our best and our best is enough, but you've accomplished so much in the last few years. I just have to know if there's like things that are coming, are there teasers you can share, nuggets of like, surprises maybe you could leave with us for things you expect to happen in the new year so I well I told you I didn't mean to start a business and I kind of realized this year that there's not a business plan (laughs) like I don't I kind of just am like out here creating things here and there and then I've felt a little lost and about like what should I spend my time on today like do I need to make reels but I want to do this and that can just lead you not feeling like super great. So I, now I'm getting a little more like honed in on like what we offer. So we're revamping the skin. It's called the skincare matchmaker quiz. Um, and that's the free quiz that leads you to two routines at a drug, like a drugstore routine and a medical grade. And you can mix and match, mix and match the products. And then offering, I really want to I'm like testing out a community aspect now, um, kind of like a membership, but there's just so many options. And I've on it, I've been working on this for two years. So it's kind of one of those things, probably how you follow with the podcast. I'm like, you just got to do it. So I have one that I'm testing out. And um, so the, the skincare codes will just be updated um, with like new products that I've tried this year. And then the membership, I don't know, maybe by like, quarter like the second quarter of next year we'll see (laughs) it's like it's just launching is hard like putting you know it's there's so much that we're everyone's getting all the time and so you don't know if it's what you're doing that's not working or if and I think something that always shapes my perspective is what would I what would I tell a friend what would I tell somebody close to me you know what what would I encourage them to do? And then just trying to give ourselves the same advice we give others, which is one of the most difficult things in the world um, to accomplish, but just trying to like do those check-ins with yourself. And I think, you know, being so intentional about what you're doing and when you're doing it will only like breed the success you already have. I'm so excited. This makes me pumped to figure out my flower again. I don't know if the matchmaker will have my new plant type. I, I'm trying to remember what my one was last time. I, I just need to go and do it again and find out. And I will put in the show notes all of this information so anyone who's interested can access Sydney's fantastic resources. What is the best way for people to connect with you? Is it through like that consult, through that skincare quiz? Do you like people to take the quiz and then do a consult with you? That's what I usually, that's what I usually recommend just because it the goal is a complete personalized skincare routine. So I usually say if people have a problem going on, like discoloration, um, breakouts, whatever, it's like, or just super sensitive skin, then it's going to need a little more high touch, like one-on-one support. Um, and we, you receive a Google doc and then we just talk back and forth, Love like that. through the Google doc. So we like comment, that's how, um, it works. And so if you're trying to fix something or like, I actually sometimes want to call it the skin fix, then you're going to need about six months and we're going like you're 
usually by the time we reach out for an appointment too, we're like, we want it fixed yesterday. And so when you have breakouts or something that's bugging you, I'm like, don't waste your time. Like if you can, let's just go ahead and start here. But the the goal of the quiz is that it is a wonderful starting point for everyone, but you're not going to get obviously the same results as working one-on-one. I think meeting people where they are is, is great. And literally like when I want to meet busy women where they are, and that's not just, you know, moms, like all women are caretakers. Like they're always, they just are. And so I always say with consults, like we will, we meet like in the car, like you just have to have your phone so that we can zoom and we make it easy. Um, So you don't have another appointment that you have to like go and wait and, you know, get all the advice. Like that's my goal is for, um, everyone to have it and like with the free quiz like I think about people that I mean a lot of moms you end up having a baby and then they're expensive and they're I hear a lot of women being like I just can't afford it right now but I'm like this is what you need to go get at the drugstore like you don't need to not have your self-care time you don't have to be have a lot of money and extra money like you need to buy a cleanser anyway so like here's one for your skin type and here's a sunscreen and yeah I love that so much. And I know that other people are going to take so much away from just rethinking the way that we think about skincare and rethinking the way that we have access to it. And I highly encourage anyone listening to utilize her resources because you are so knowledgeable in your space. You have poured so much into this and I'm just so excited to see what you continue to do and where you go because you are changing the skincare world and just having your own brand. I'm, I'm really excited. I want to try your toner pads. I know we didn't even get a chance to get into that, but I would love to, to try those out. That's like something that I'm really looking forward to investing in. They're, for me. they're good. And they, everything that I do, I'm like, the goal of this was it bridges the gap They You get really quality toning pads for not as crazy expensive as a lot of them are. Um, which is the only reason I like solving problems. I'm like, the only reason I'm going to do anything is to solve a problem. You're like the Petonia plant. Like you're not going to be okay (laughs) with the drugstore. Well, and that's just to add to before we close that point of seeing them at the drugstore, because I have, and I probably would have bought them not knowing that I'm buying more alcohol than I am product. And it may break me out even more. So really you're saving me the money of maybe something else is a little bit more expensive, But whereas I would be breaking out and then continuing to buy other products to keep trying them out, when if I spend just $20 more on something that's actually going to do its job. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I say like products paired on purpose. So instead of just like willy nilly, it's like you have it on purpose. But yes, there's so much. I'm like, I could talk about skincare all day. I could talk about self-care all day and self-care and skincare. Yeah. So thank you so much. This was wonderful. You are somebody I've always looked up to, especially just being a mom, balancing life, balancing business, balancing investing in yourself and being a leader in the field in a very intentional, gentle and honorable way. I think you lead with a lot of integrity and that's going to continue to allow other people to to draw closer to you and be a part of what you have to offer. So looking forward to all that you have in store. Well, thank you. Same to you. You're just, I mean, you probably know this or people have told you, but you're one of those people that I think people are drawn to. Like you're beautiful, you're kind, you're intelligent. And like, I think that it's really hard to put yourself out there. But like I said, it's so important to do that because 
like when the more I've talked to you and like gotten to know your your heart like I knew you were very kind and gentle just from like seeing you you know like interacting but I I think it takes a lot of bravery to step out and do what you're doing and I think to hear like your mission from someone who is like you who like from the outside you're like her life's perfect she has everything Mm -hmm. but there's a right (laughs) like there's a there's there's a lot you know going on in some so with the whole influencer world which kind of gets into that beauty skincare Mm -hmm. world people just aren't being real and they don't have to be because that's their happy space on social media but it's like sometimes it's just nice to have a little reminder that like there's something else behind it and so I'm I appreciate um your bravery in doing that and it's like I said it'll get easier and easier um as you keep doing it but I'm excited to be a part so thank you you're the best thank you your encouragement is my courage so thank you well, yeah, we just need to text each other on days because I'm like, lots of times I'm like, I don't feel like I'm doing a very good job at anything. <laughs> so, no, um, well, that's that we need people. We we cannot, we were not made to do mm-hmm. this alone. Like we were not. So, and I hope that's what this podcast accomplishes, and that people get out of it and receive is, let's slow down, let's talk, let's encourage each other, let's hear from the experts in their field on what they're passionate about and be able to form kind of our own opinions and perspectives based on that instead of seeing those comparison icons, those apps that we usually are just consciously going to and let's change it up a little bit. So thanks for being on that journey with me.